Blog Talk Radio. The keyboard got a little bit sick there at the end. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm your host, Frankie San. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, today we're going to do that. Um, well, the, the post show, the Oscars. Okay, the Oscars were last night. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, real quick announcement. Uh, everybody knows about the website. Everybody knows about the blog. So um, today what I'm going to do is I'm actually in conjunction with talking about last night's Oscars. I'm going to be mentioning some, uh, some of the things that I posted on my blog uh, earlier today. And then uh, as soon as the show's done, I'm going to uh, mention real quick, I'm going to do a little recap on the blog page of uh, of the radio show. Okay. Uh, I did say this half-hour show is in conjunction with the blog page. Uh, and to get to that, it's videolineexpress.blogspot.com. Uh, the way to get to that is very simple. Videolineexpress.com is the website. There's a link at the top. Or just go to Google and just type in on Express. You see the website and the black page. Uh, they're like the top two links. Now you see other things uh, underneath. There's another page we got is YouTube. Okay. Now there's two of them. Uh, one of them is uh, Express. Uh There's a bunch of old clips of uh, James Bond because uh, Encore Cable Channel in March is going to start showing James Bond. Um, I didn't get a chance to put the link up today, but there's a, a link uh, which I want to post them all. Yeah, we can go ahead and go on, um, on the Internet. And they got a new clip of uh, the, the famous, uh, well, it's going to be famous, Chasing of the new Bond movie, Spectre. And uh, they, they they posted a lot of stuff uh, in the past uh, week or so on that. So uh, I didn't get a chance to post that. And another post I didn't get a chance to put, the whole Peter Parker Spider-Man is not going to be white. Hey. Um, Neil Patrick Harris, uh, he opened the show going, <clears throat> we're going to honor the, the, uh, the whitest, oh, excuse me, the brightest talent on the show. I thought that was kind of funny, a little a little jab in there at the Oscars. But anyway, um Going back to YouTube, uh, we have some uh, Bond clips that's a lot of behind-the-scenes making of, and that was posted a, a couple of years ago, and our website is going to start, um, well, last year we posted a lot of shows that we do at Eminem. As I said, we're going to be going back live this summer back in New York City. I'm on the road right now, and uh, we're going to be posting that, uh, posting new shows this coming summer. So Virginia Express has old James Bond clips, has a bunch of other clips behind the scenes, very how you're using, you know, stuff like that. So you want to take a look at it. It has a link to another show called uh, Apollo Movie Guy. Okay, uh, my, my ex-partner, uh, I used to go uh, do the show, uh, co-host uh, Sanders Morales. Okay, he retired. And he did the show with me for over 10 years uh, live on Eminem. And he retired, uh, but he was nice enough to uh, put up a, a YouTube site. And so we have clips over there, too. All the James Bond clips and a bunch of other things there. And uh, and it's funny because it mentions that Peter Parker might be uh, black or Latino. And from the comic books, one of the characters is uh, Emilio uh, Morales or something like that. And I thought that was kind of a coincidence. 
we're going to be talking more about that because people say, oh, you kind of missed the book from last week. There, you know, the rumor. But there's still rumors going on. Now the rumors saying that Peter Parker is not going to be white. Hey. And it has to do with the Oscar show, um, diversity, and all that. So we're going to you know, put all that together. Uh, in the next 30 minutes. But anyway, uh, so Sandals had this Apollo movie guy. You'll see the link on our YouTube page, Be The Next Best, and there's a link right there. It says Apollo movie guy. I the face of David Carradine. We were fans of David Carradine. Uh, Kung Fu, take pebble from hand. And I figured uh, there's a bunch of clips there. But Be The Next Best does have uh, clips of the show that we do on MNN. And you see Mark, me and Mark live doing the, uh, the shows live. So you get to know us. Uh, I was going to talk about some of the TV shows like Star Wars Rebels. And then anybody saw that the first episode, who are those guys? And who is that kid? So you get to know more about taste over here. Who are those guys? So you get to see our faces over there. Anyway, uh, so I wanted to mention that um, YouTube, the YouTube clips, because like I said, we're going to be doing a James Bond special in a couple of weeks. <clears throat> Don't mind me if I sound a little bit frantic. I didn't know I was going to do this. I thought I was going to do a show yesterday. Uh, not yesterday, tomorrow. We did a show on uh, Saturday. And, you know, by request, people say, you're not putting enough shows on. So there's going to be another show with me and Mark on the other radio station. I think we're going to do, do that either tomorrow or Wednesday. We're going to get his opinions. You thought I was opinionated. Oh, what do you, what do you hear him about the Oscar shows? Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to pick some of the best and worst. There's a lot of things that I love about uh, the show, like Boyhood Losing. Yes, boy, Birdman winning. I had no problem. Okay, more than that in a second. But anyway, uh, and there's going to be another show this coming weekend. And David Skolnick, who has a website called Cellular Club, I say blog page, oops, excuse me. And um, I'm going to be posting that link um, during the week. And we're going to be doing a, a show on Saturday to get his opinion. He's always been doing the shows with me for the past couple of years. Um, you know, we we go over who's going to win or not. And he said himself, he didn't see a lot of the movies. I look like I should get an Oscar because I look like I'm the only one who saw all, the, all these damn movies, all eight of them. Nine of them includes uh, Fast Catcher, which didn't get nominated, which made no sense. But anyway, um, but uh, so instead of doing a show before the Oscars, they, uh, me and David were going to do a post-Oscar show. So we're going to get his opinion on it. So me and my opinion is the show was boring. So let's start from the top. Neil Patrick Harris, um, love the guy. He belongs back in the Tonys. I mean, he is phenomenal when he does the, those introductions uh, and does a whole song and dance routine. The problem is the format, it just really restricts him. Uh, so I thought he kind of bombed, and the writing was really horrible. Him coming on the underwear doing the Birdman shtick, he's better than that. I mean, that's that was like the low point. The other low point was John DeVolta. First, it was funny that he was inside the joke, that, you know, he got the name wrong, and they even goofed his name, Gugu Gagam, whatever. It's, uh, it's how you pronounce Benedict, Benedict. Benedict coming back to sound like um, Ben Affleck. Okay. If you saw, there's clips on that all over the place, but... Um, but the, uh, it started a, a funny, but then when he started grabbing her hands and somebody asked him, what's with that? Well, maybe he was doing his, uh, face off. Remember he did a great movie directed by John Woo, face off uh, with him and Nicolas Cage, uh, which I definitely recommend. It's a five out of, out of five picture. If you haven't seen it, uh, face off, uh, not the TV show on, on the sci-fi channel, which I also happen to love because Rick Baker was there, um, the guy who did a Hellboy, David, oh, no, Doug, uh-oh, got me, forget his name. Um, the guy who was in, with Hellboy, uh, Doug something, and uh, he was on, uh, on Face Off. 
and he's going to be, I believe, in the Flash or Arrow. He's going to be a, a villain on that. I'm going to be more explaining the TV shows. I thought we were going to get to the TV show in this episode, but not. We got more, a lot more. But I will do a TV show dedicated to that. Um, oh, what's his name? That really bothers me, but I can't find it. But anyway, he played the fishy kind of guy in Hellboy. Anyway, that that Doug guy. But anyway, not that face-off. Face-off was done. Nicholas Cage, John DeVolta, where they actually switched faces. And John DeVolta's character always, uh, you know, with his face, he would touch his kid's face, his wife's face. And I thought that's what he was doing here. Maybe he was doing uh, his character of that movie. And uh, then it got a little bit weird. And what kind of glue does he use? For the hairpiece, I mean, that is really strong, super glue. Now, my girlfriend, John Travolta, we grew up with him, uh, Saturday Night Fever, Grease, even a cowboy movie, which uh, I'll go blank on. He did a cowboy movie. Okay, no problem. And uh, Vinny Barbarino, Sweat Hog. Uh, but I got to say one thing about John Travolta. When he plays a bad guy, he nails it. You know, it's like Alex Bowman, you like him or not, but he's going to be the whole Saturday Night Life. Got to be there. There's Justin Timberlake. I think he's a, you know, he's a good singer. He's a good musician. He plays piano and keyboard and stuff like that. But when he when they say he's going to host Saturday Night Live, got to be there. John DeVolta plays a villain. Got to be there. But last night was a little bit weird. Okay? Now, talk about weird. Who knows what kind of party after favors they that Oh, before the party starts. Before the Oscars. Because on my blog, someone's going to be asking me, I posted a picture of some, some artist, which is really funny. Some artists made uh, the big uh, Oscar statue. And he's on his knees he's 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 doing a couple of lives of cocaine. <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> I think it's funny. I'm sorry. I think it's hysterical. So if you want to see that, it was, it was posted on one of the other websites. Uh, not worse, that's one of the uh, magazines, Variety, Hollywood Report, or something like that. And somebody did not, well, some somebody po- uh, made that. And what happened was they had all these statues lined up for the Bo- Adobe Theater where they do the Oscar show. And they had these giant Oscars and stuff. Some artist snuck in his Oscar, bending over, I don't know, for snorting cocaine. And he put his uh, artwork, the actual giant statue, along with the other statues. And that was posted on, I think, Hollywood Report of Variety magazine. And I said, you know what? That explains everything. I figured if you go clicking up block spot, you want to see that picture, hysterical. That I always put a picture uh, of a highlight of, of one of the main articles that I start off my blog. Usually maybe anywhere from five to ten links per day on my blog spot page, my blog page or whatever you want to call it. But I always put a picture. Like the highlight of the conversation, the highlight link, or uh, the highlight article of the day, and I decided to put that picture of that statue because it's hysterical. Because it explains a lot of things. Um, like people say, a lot of people, the artists, you know, the big, the big surprises and the big snubs, you know. And I say, listen, the snubs started when, for example, Lego Movie didn't get nominated. Okay, everything was pointing to how you train, uh, you train your dragon, but Big Hero Six. One instead, which I thought was kind of weird because um, even his own company, the animation circle, you know, his own uh, group, like that, every field has his own group, you know. Editors nominate editors, uh, cinematographers nominate cinematographers, okay, except for Big Picture, the Big Picture Award. Everybody in Academy votes for Best Picture, Best Director, other directors nominate, and, and, uh, 
they choose who's the best director or whatever, you know. So, so that own group and his own group decided on a Trading Dragon number two. But for some reason, Big Hero 6 got it instead, which I thought was weird. Um, and I thought the Japanese film was going to get it instead. Princess Cayuga, I saw. Uh, was the editing award? Birdman, a lot of it had to do, the whole gimmick of Birdman was that editing, and it wasn't even nominated. That was not another snub. Okay, and I was very surprised that Whiplash got it for editing, but also got it for sound editing. So that was another nice switch. And Boyhood getting completely wiped out. Now, if I forget to mention the Spirit Wars. Let me sneak that in there real quick. And uh, the Spirit Wars, which was Saturday. Now, we did the show on the other radio station Saturday night about 6, and I got a little confused with my timing. There was a repeat at, at night of the show that was done about 5, because... Uh, they did that show at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon live uh, in California. So there's a three-hour difference. It was actually live at, at 5 p.m., I believe. And we did the show, not realizing the repeat was at, you know, like 10, 11 o'clock at night. But anyway, Boyhood won everything. Michael Keaton won. Uh, Boyhood won for Best Picture. Boyhood won, the, won uh, I think, for, for directing and, I believe, for uh, screenplay. And it got completely wiped out for the Oscars, Okay. For me, I thought that was a good godsend because, like I said before, it did not deserve to get nominated to begin with for Best Picture or anything else for that matter. And Birdman got it instead. I thought that was a, a, a good choice. And But the funny thing is, uh, Whiplash got a couple awards, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Now, that goes back to the beginning of uh, my blog. Let me, I'm looking at my blog actually right now, believe it or not, so... Uh, because I got a lot of notes in front of me, as you know. I don't want to go all over the place. Anyway, I mentioned the Spirit Awards, and basically, um, Boyhood got everything, and an Oscars time. Oh, my screen just went blank. Don't mind me. Okay. I'm trying to relax here while I'm talking to you guys here. Instead of rushing. Um, and I mentioned that on my blog. Can you imagine that? Uh, you know, I guess... You know, the Spirit Awards are for the independent awards. Okay, these are pictures I made independently. Okay. Um, and the funny thing about it is they got all these awards and go the next night to Oscars and you lose. That, that's that got to be such a heck of a... I can't imagine that. They they soup you up. You know, and say, hey, Michael Keaton, you want for Best Actor? Good luck on Oscar night. Hey, Richard Linkletter, you know, you, you, you won all these awards and... That means you must be a in for Oscars. The next night you lose everything. Oh, God, that must be painful. Um, but uh, that was the Spirit Awards. And I made some predictions. Let's go to that real quick. Uh, because now somebody was asking me. I'll go back to the Oscars again. Some more some more surprises. Uh, I got to talk about Lady Gaga. She, she killed it. She nailed it. Yes, Lady Gaga. I made some predictions, okay? And um, every year, I put a whole full list, okay? And this year, I decided not to because, like I said, um, there's so many uh, snubs, okay? Some got nominated. And I'm David O'Reilly. He should have got nominated for Best Actor and not Steve Carell, which I thought it was a one-off performance. Eddie Redmayne for Best Actor. Sorry, uh, Ben and the Best until he opened his big mouth about color people. Uh, he kind of blew that. Um, but personally, you know, if you see Birdman again, Mike, I think Mike Keaton really did deserve the award, which I did see Birdman again only because of the editing. 
akamadigyan naman ay pwede dirwan sa cinematography. Okay, ano pa with Berman winning best picture? Ito po, my personal favorite is Imitation Game and Whiplash. Okay, that's no problem. Now, for the predictions, uh, I made it short. I just picked a couple. I said, picture with Birdman. And I said, don't be surprised for American Sniper. I figured man, they might go, you know, Team America. Fuck yeah. It didn't happen. Okay. And I Eddie Red, I picked Eddie Redman um, for acting. And I told Michael Keaton should get it instead. And I do, I do mean that. But Eddie Redman, okay, if you go mentally challenged, the Oscar goes that direction. And again, I'll, I'll stick to my guns. Eddie Redman, he was in the first hour. And then second hour, there was nothing to do but sitting in a chair with, a, with that one look on his face. Okay, and I did say editing whiplash, and I did say screenplay whiplash, and soundtrack. I picked Budapest Hotel, and it did win for soundtrack with Budapest Hotel. All these soundtracks I got nominated, I got them they're all pretty good. Um, they they got all these soundtracks on YouTube, and I'm doing some paint work on around somebody's house and stuff. And what I did, well, put my laptop on the counter. And I, I spend the whole day painting and I spend the whole day listening to all these soundtracks. I can actually say I listen to all the soundtracks. Uh, and I thought Budapest Hotel nailed that and it did win. So I thought that was good. Uh, okay, Prince, uh, uh, animation, no Lego movie, screw them. Okay, but it's, but it was funny because it's everybody, uh, dream, I think DreamWorks was expecting Dragon to win. And I thought that was a nice surprise of Big Hero 6. I love the first hour, but... Big Hero 6 turns into Gigantor. I thought the movie went downhill from there. But anyway, as far as my prediction was pretty much, I did not put special effects because I thought Dawn of the Apes should have got it. Interstellar got it for special effects. I thought that was bullshit. I still say it's bullshit. I will forever say bullshit. If you listen to the commentary on on um, on the, the Planet of the Apes movie um, by the director, you get to see all, you get to hear the commentary and all the work that Andy Sandy Circus did with his team. Um, I, as a matter of fact, I got it right in front of me, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, the Blu-ray edition. Uh, you got to listen to the commentary and all the behind the scenes. And apparently the Academy did not see this. Apparently they saw the little promo that were handed out for Interstellar, then they went for that. Um, Interstellar was basically blue screen, but a lot of it was in camera. Those robots were real, okay? Uh, they actually did giant mock-ups of the ships, and a lot of it was uh, a lot of models was used for blue screen. I had no problem with that, but when it comes to stop motion uh, and motion capture, the Academy does not get it. Andy, Sen- Sen- Andy Circus has to get Lifetime Achievement Award. And everybody else in his crew were fantastic playing those apes. I'm sorry. Uh, Model Shop against, against the green screen. I love stuff. I have no problem with it. But I'm a huge Planet of the Apes fan. Huge. All capital H and a lot of U's, G-E. Um, as a matter of fact, and in the future shows, somebody asked me, we saw your list of power shows in October. Are you going to do uh, your top 10 lists all the time? Well, I can tell you right now. Planet of the Apes, the original one, which Austin has seen, Warren McDowell, 1968, is in my top 10 best science picture of all time. Anyway, but I love the remake. I think they did a great job. Remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it. I think they did a great job. Anyways, for, so as far as the predictions, I was pretty much right, except for the director. I thought they are going to go split the vote, and they had been doing that lately. Um... Birdman gets it, and Richard Linklater will get it for Boyhood, right? 
And well, I I should have listened to my inner instincts because the Directors Guild Awards are always on the money. Whoever wins, they usually wins it. And I went against my own basic instinct on that. I don't know why I did that for, but I thought the Academy, the way they went thinking, putting all these snubs, you know. Um, so I figured, knowing them, they're gonna split the vote. Picture Birdman, director with the link better. So, and that then that happened. Okay, uh, but again, Birdman was uh, the, the right way to go. So, okay, just one second. Okay, uh, what's the next thing I'm gonna uh, mention? Now back to the to the blog. Okay, now so uh, talking about predictions. Okay, I did put hello. Um, Magazine predictions on Thursday. Okay, I didn't extend um, the blog on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I've been doing that lately, and there was no reason to do it uh, besides announcing the radio show because we don't know we were going to do it on Saturday. It was a last-minute thing. So the last blog I put was Thursday, and I put Variety Magazine uh, their predictions. They were way off. Okay, and uh, I just put the Hollywood Reporter on today's blog. Okay, and if you go to uh, their predictions, they were way off also. You go to the articles, and you'll see the articles are posted. They were they were way off. Me, I just picked the wrong director, but I was pretty much on the money and everything, including like uh, the editing. Uh, the sound editing was a big surprise. Everybody thought American Sniper. Um, I got a film I never got a chance to mention. Um, let me see, where is that film? Do I have it on me? Yes, it'll be here. I'm looking at the actual DVD. Um, it's called The Great Raid, okay, based on the true story. I was going to talk about this when I'm broken. This is a story about World War II, true story, where they actually rescue a whole bunch of uh, POWs from a uh, prison camp, a World War II, Japanese prison camp, starring Benjamin Brad James Franco. Anyway, um, there's uh, the two this edition has a mixing board with special audio options. And the, the big scene where they rescued uh, the, the prisoners at the end, they actually break down the scene and they break down the special effects, <coughs> meaning um, all the sound effects. So the way the uh, scene is edited and the way the scene is edited with sound, they break it down. A lot of times you see them storming into, let's say an action scene. They're breaking into the big uh, James Bond, the big um, enemy hideout, right? And uh, machine guns and they're throwing grenades, boom, bam, things are blowing up and stuff like that. And you see, you hear them running across the floor. All those are all separated sounds. It's like being in a studio with a 24 track where every sound is completely separated. This, uh, uh, the uh, to this, um, is exclusive unrated director's cut to Great Raid. The second disc has a special section where it breaks down how they do the sound editing. And usually this goes to war movies because a lot of things are happening in a war scene. So everybody thought American Sniper would get it. But sure enough, uh, Whiplash pulled that off. I was, and when you see it, it makes a lot of sense, especially at the ending where you hear, the, you know, oh, I don't want to, you heard about the big moment in Whiplash. Uh, I'm waiting for Whiplash to come out in DVD so I can, or Blu-ray. Uh, I think it's coming out this week, so I, I can uh, go over that again and give you a full review on that, why I love that picture so much. But anyway, that sound effect editing was really a big surprise. Anyway, so I got on the blog right now um, 
um, the big surprises, the big snubs, the predictions, how the, uh, even the, these are the experts. So Variety Magazine and Hollywood Reporter were way off. When I go back and uh, when we do the big full-length one-hour show with Mark to get his opinions, I'll mention some of these about the, the predictions. I'll save it for that show, okay? Um, and one last thing, um, snubbing. Talk about snubbers again. Let's go back to that. Joan Rivers was not mentioned, and Richard Keel. And so I said, with this time limit, I put an article, and um, and the excuse was, well, Joan Rivers was not really, she was in Spaceballs playing the robot. Okay, okay, maybe the voice. She did direct the movie with Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal talked about it in his biography. Okay, um, and it was a movie, everybody knows Arnold Schwarzenegger just did um Two and a half man, he was a surprise guest. You didn't know that? See the episode. He makes a guest appearance on that. But Arnold Schwarzenegger did a movie called Junior where he got pregnant. There was a movie done before that with Billy Crystal where he got pregnant, directed by Joan Rivers. So she was an actress. She was in a Muppet movie uh, scene with the mixed pi- uh, with, um, Miss Piggy. So she's been in movies, okay? And she directed a movie. I think that's legit. Richard Kill Jaws. Okay, he came from Twilight Zone. He was in Force Ten from was in, uh, Force Ten from Navarone with Harrison Ford, Han Solo, um, or the gentleman. Oh, I'm going blank. The guy from Jaws, Quint. Okay, uh, Force Ten from Navarone. Richard Kill was in that movie. Okay, uh, with Barbara Back, who was in Spy Who Loved Me. Okay, uh, so Richard Kill was that an actor? Okay, because he didn't have any lines in uh, as Jaws except for the end of the Moonraker. It's to us, babe, or whatever. Okay, uh, and the Moonraker, but. Again, he doesn't recognize, so that's a big snub. Let me end on a great note, the last four minutes of my show here. Uh, Lady Gaga just killed it. She killed it. She was fantastic. Um, Famous rock star, Rod Stewart, he did hot legs tonight, tonight, and everything like that. And he decided to do uh, common standards, uh, American standards, old-fashioned love songs from the 20s and 30s, over in Berlin, George Gershwin. And surprisingly, he did great, Okay. Uh, this is a guy, Rod uh, Do You Think I'm Sexy? And he's doing the George Gershwin song, okay? It's called the, it's called the American Songbook. Sold millions and millions. He could retire after that, okay? And he came up with a couple of songbooks. Lady Gaga, I'm glad she got rid of her odd crap. I thought it was um, horrible. I saw the uh, TV Life special. Uh, it's art pop concert. Now she's a great songwriter, okay? She can play the piano. She's the godfather of uh, Elton John's kids, for crying out Godmother, excuse me, Godmother. And she's a great singer. And I've been saying that. I said, but Frank, come on, she's doing American crap, you know, pop art and other crap. And I said, watch her, she does Tony Bennett. I thought she was fantastic. She nailed the sound of music. And let me tell you, she should go in that direction, okay? Um, before people saying, oh, doing uh, Las Vegas is like Curse of Death or something like that. It's like the most embarrassing thing. No, not the way they pay. Once Elan Dion went over there, everybody goes over there. Even Motley Crue and Kiss are done. And um, Guns N' Roses, okay, the Hardware Cafe in Las Vegas. So let, let me tell you, she wants to go to Las Vegas. She should do it. I think she was fantastic. She nailed all the songs. And the and the sweet thing about it was Julie Andrews showed up, okay. Uh, we, this show does talk about movies. So uh, recommendations, Julie Andrews, okay. Everybody knows us, Mary Poppins and uh, – Sound of Music. Where did I put that? Oh, don't tell me I didn't put that here. Oh. <laughs> I put that on another page somewhere. Okay, so I'm going to have to do this by memory. She did a picture called SOB. And it's referring 
to the movie industry. Uh, William Holden, a uh, famous actor, uh, Richard Tokirai, uh, The Wild Bunch, one of my one of my favorite westerns of all time, but not not one of my but not my favorite western. Besides John Wayne movies, okay, uh, Shirley Winters from the Poseidon Avenger, Robert Bourne, one of the original Man from Uncle. Of course, Superman Henry Cavill is doing the Man from Uncle remake. Anyway, and that was, that's why she showed her boobs. Miss, yeah, Miss Sandra mentioned Miss Mary, Mary Poppins showed her boobs, but it's not, that's not the point. The point was, she even, she did a movie, a very mature uh, acting role in that movie, and then not uh, the movie industry. Okay? And it's still relevant because it's funny, and this is how we're going to end up, because we're going to open this with the next show. Okay? Jack Black came on at the beginning, and, you know, um, New Factor Harris and Anna Kendrick, I believe the actress' name is, they did, oh, it's wonderful movies. I thought that was a nice opening number. Then Jack Black telling her, yeah, it's all about superheroes, and it's all about Ken Paul movies, and the movies suck. And it was that was good. That was a great way. And they're acknowledging that we've had, got a problem here. I got 90 seconds closure. Um, I got the 90-minute 90, 90 warning sign. Anyway, and the Spirit Awards did the same thing. When uh, I forgot which award it was at near the end of the Spirit Awards, it's been it's been it's been repeated on uh, Independent Film Channel. Near the end, they uh, forget which um, uh, somebody won, and they complain that uh, Hollywood, um, the spirit of independent movie lives because Hollywood knows nothing but doing all these damn superhero movies. Okay, and they complain about the superhero movies and. The Oscars open now with Jack Black saying, talking about all superhero movies. So they, they, they are acknowledging they've got a big problem. And that's going to lead into the next show. We're going to talk about the state of affairs with Hollywood. I mentioned about Spider-Man. Now they're going to go Latino. <laughs> you know? And the whole thing about Whitey. Okay? We're here with the, with the, bright, with the whitest stars. Excuse me. The brightest stars. Uh, the Nick Harris opened the show with. Me personally, the Oscars are still too long. It was boring, and the show sucked because nobody went to see this movie besides me. And I just think I should get my own Oscar just for doing that. Everybody, thanks for listening to the show. We're gonna have another show this week and another Black Talk Radio by the end of the week. You want the more shows? You're getting, you're finally getting all these ready shows, like I promised. Everybody, thanks for listening. Ten second countdown. I'm from Rankin Sign. Thanking, uh, listening to uh, Black Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to Video Express. And don't forget. Black page, all the information is there. Bye.